This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is filling in for a couple of days. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Hey, thanks for having me again. Oh, my God. We love having you. Thank You're you. perfect fill-in for Steve. Oh, sweet. Thanks. And, and actually, your attention span is greater. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's a shtick. Producer Mike's with us as well. Good morning. Good morning. My fingers get a bit of a rest. Like I was saying yesterday, I have to kind of keep up with the uh, train of thought with Steve and try to, you know, okay, I'll get some information on this, I'll get some information on this. Train? Then these four four, uh, topics later. There's no train, there's a derailment. That's (laughs) right. It's the crazy train and you are all on board. Here's the deal. Um, So what happens is Steve will talk about something and he'll go, I don't know, let me think about something. Uh, He'll say, you know... uh, uh, he'll talk about yogurt, and then yogurt will turn into... Trees. Trees. Oh, my God, this tree. But one thing bounces off another, and Mike is trying to find audio to go with what he'll Steve is talking about. He'll have a question about something, like, oh, hey, did you, what about that one series? And I'll start looking up some information on it, and then by the time I come He's back, we are on. in a completely yeah. different universe. He's Mike totally is, left the country. <laughs> Mike's, yeah. like, breaking a sweat <laughs> over there. Yes. But anyway, we'll try to keep on track today. Okay. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, this is really sad. This really caught me off guard this morning because we heard nothing of an illness or anything like that. Uh, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac passed away following a short illness. Even her best friend, Stevie Nicks, didn't know about it. Yeah, suddenly here. Um, she was 79 years old, which took me by surprise as well. And Stevie Nicks called her my best friend in the whole world since the first day of 1975. Um, the band uh, issued a statement saying she was truly one of a kind, special and talented beyond measure. She was the best musician anyone could have in their band and the best friend anyone could have in their their life. And she has written so many songs. We have a little montage we want to play for you. Just um, feel the, the songs. There's so many feel good songs. You know, the, the, yeah. they, these were the songs when they came on, come on, they still do. You, you turn it up in the car. You do. I mean, I, yes. I, and... You, you know, want to hear the greatest hits. She was a you know. huge part of that. And she did so many hits yes. over her career. And she was uh, a solo artist. And, you know, and then she joined uh, Fleetwood Mac and mm-hmm. wrote so many songs for them. 
She's just uh, really, really great. You know, I heard a story this morning about Songbird. A lot of people are talking about the song Songbird. And apparently, uh, this kind of came about in a really interesting way. Um, it was on the Rumors album in 1977. So good, I could still see that album cover. And she did an interview in 2016 and kind of peeled the curtain back a little bit on the process of, of writing that. And uh, here's what she said. She said, that was a strange little baby, that one. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night and the song just came into my head. I got out of bed and played it on the little piano I have in my room and sang it with no tape recorder. I sang it beginning to end, everything. I can't tell you quite how I felt. It was as if I'd been visited. It was a very spiritual experience, she said. And then uh, she kind of stayed up all night, she said. She wanted to get right to the recording studio. um, And she was frightened to play it again in case she had forgotten it. Called the producer, um, uh, you know. uh, She played it nervously. Everyone just sat there and stared at her, she said. Um, and uh, she says, I think they were all smoking opium or something in the control room Probably. because of their like reactions at first. Um, and she had never had that happen to her. She said it was a really weird situation, but th- then the song came about as we know it today. Oh, let's Isn't listen that? a little bit more. Oh, I love the piano. Great piano player. Their album sales or their song sales are going to go up today and this week. I guarantee you we're going to see like Monday a 400% increase or something. You know how that happens. Oh, very sad. If you're just joining us, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac died yesterday after a short illness. And uh, Stevie Nicks said, I, she, if you go to Stevie Nicks Instagram page, um, you will see that she had posted like a handwritten message um, and she quoted a song from Haim Mm. and just was like, she was my best friend in the world. I didn't even know she was sick until Saturday. So that's got to be really hard. She's like, I wanted to fly to London, but her family was like, wait, don't just yet. I have, a, I have a question, actually. I will, um, we're not uh, taking questions today. Oh, come on. Okay. You might know the answer to this. All because, right, I mean, you know music. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, will, I will admit to my ignorance a bit here. I'm a little rusty. But um, how she was so talented at both, you know, being the keyboardist, but also a vocalist. Yes. And she professionally excelled at both. And so my question is, I'm trying to think of like today's folks, you know, that's got to be pretty rare where somebody is. I mean, you know, Lizzo plays the flute and she also sings like I get it. But but how common is that for someone to really kind of fulfill two major roles like that in in a group? I I think it's according to today's music, maybe not so much. Like some people don't write their own songs. Right. But I think back in those days, especially when you had bands and you had that collaborative effort going on because she sang but so did stevie nicks Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so did lindsey buckingham and so they kind of took turns but uh, apparently she was a great musician as well but i i I don't think it's as common today as it was back like in the 70s and 60s that's just what struck me was just you know hearing her play and almost uh, every photo i've seen of her she's at the keyboard you know yes but also Singing, um, and I'm uh, in, and I can carry a tune, but I can't play. 
I mean, I just, I can't, I never really focused at it and I can't play the piano and I have ultimate respect for people who can play. You know, that's interesting that you say that because I was watching a little bit of the Bruce Springsteen, Howard Stern interview Mm -hmm. and he was saying he just taught himself how to play. He would listen to like guitar chords and then just play. And he said he's his family's from Southern Italy and they tend to be musical. Maybe, yeah. All and right. he said, I don't know. He goes, I don't consider myself because Howard said, do you consider yourself like a savant? You oh. know, and he's like, oh, gosh, no. He's <laughs> like, no, it was, you know, hard. I had to work really hard at it, but yeah. figured it out. I mean, I have absolutely no musical ability whatsoever. Nothing. But we can appreciate it, that's for sure. And yeah. yeah, what a loss. Uh, mm. Farewell, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. She died yesterday at the age of 79. Uh, we'll pick things up a little bit when we come back. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little lifestyle stuff. There's a new trend on uh, washing your face <laughs> with this unusual product. A product you might not think about putting on your face. Yeah. Not, yeah. Is we'll this say, happening on TikTok? Is this a TikTok thing? Maybe. Maybe. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it when we come right back. <laughs> hey, it's Steve for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. The holidays are in full swing, and what better place to be than one of my favorite spots, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. It's now fully decorated to the hilt. There's a roaring fire as you're welcomed in the door, and you just know you're in store for a great time. First, there's the hit musical Footloose, now in its final weeks, everybody. Footloose is full of great music, spectacular dancing, and a story that will warm the heart. And through the entire month of December, a bunch of holiday concerts to put you in the holiday mood with evenings and matinees for all the shows. Coming up, Ginger Common and company in Christmas with a whole lot of soul. Boyd and Amy Lee's Christmas on the Prairie. Or how about Cat Perkins' North Country Christmas? Or Celtic Holiday Hooli? And of course, Mick Sterling and his entire orchestra perform Andy and Bing. How about some laughs? Stevie Ray's Comedy Improv with a holiday twist every weekend. And a reminder, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater's gift cards make perfect holiday gifts. When you call, ask about the bonus. For tickets and more, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theater's always entertaining you. Happy holidays, everybody. Festive and getting in the spirit here at my talk. Mm. You know it. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve. Minus Steve. That is the voice of Matt Belanger, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Matt from Five Eyewitness News. Weekday mornings. Starting at 4.30. Wow, that's early, dude. That's when we're on TV, so we back time that. and 2 o'clock, hopping out of bed like a holly jolly elf. You know it. Maybe Um, not. (laughs) You get some time off over the holidays? Uh, not much. No? I was off for Thanksgiving, but I'll work Christmas Day observed. So if you are opening presents with the family on December 26th, which most people will not, but they have the day off because that's the Monday after right. Christmas Day. Right, they always give you a but day. It, but yeah. If you're bored on the 26th, you can, you can watch me in the morning. I'll be on the news. Okay. Yeah, but I have I'll the Friday, Friday before off, so that'll be nice. Okay, excellent. Okay, um, there <laughs> was a scheduling new... out of the way. Yeah, glad <laughs> Doing our show meeting on on the air. Okay, here's the deal. There's a new trend, and it has to do with um, washing your face with this particular product to help you fight acne. So, you remember, your face is part of your head, right? Well, yes, but your face skin is very, 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 you know, important to care for the proper way. People on TikTok are claiming if you have acne, the best face wash to use is actually shampoo, uh, specifically head and shoulders. Uh, what? Yeah, there's an influencer. Her name is Elise Myers, and she posted about it recently and kickstarted the trend. Now, what she says is 
Her dermatologist gave her the tip in middle school and told her that the zinc in Head and Shoulders is great for your skin. Okay, I'm buying this so far. She stopped using it a while back and then started buying expensive face wash instead, but her acne came back with a vengeance, so she switched over again. She says uh, even the generic Walmart version of Head and Shoulders will Mm -hmm. work. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody buying this? You know, um, no, but <laughs> but I actually did a quick search here, and would you believe? Now, listen, there are different. T- they asked dermatologists about this trend. I found an article where they're like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" And um, apparently, for certain types of acne, this does work because because of the ingredients. The but if you have like cystic or other, it's not going to be as effective oh, for that. Oh, I see. For your basic generic acne, mm. this will help. Because I think there are there there is zinc in some acne products. Mm-hmm. But head and shoulders also is, I, I would assume that it's got a moisturizing effect because yeah. dry scalp, uh-huh. dry skin. I have the science right here at my fingertips. Now, again, the, don't yell at the messenger here. Okay. Uh, but it's it says that this, if you... It works particularly well for something called fungal acne. So if you live in like a warmer climate, high levels of sweat and oil, or in the summertime, um, high levels of sweat and oil allow yeast to grow on the skin. And that can promote inflammation, leading to red bumps and pimples. And fungal. so if that's your issue, I don't know, talk to your dermatologist. Uh, but, fungal, I got to see what fungal acne is. But that, if that's you, if that's your thing, if it's the hot, you know, sweaty, oily, then it all, that's when you flare up. This head and shoulders shampoo thing might be what you want to try. Oh. Anyway. Oh, so this is for your head, though. That's fungal acne. What? Oh, is when your hair follicles become infected. Yeah, so basically okay. it affects the little hair follicles. Little on hair your follicles. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay I see. Anyway. All right, I, I shan't be trying you know, that. People, don't take medical advice from uh, us here. Oh, at never. My talk. <laughs> never. <laughs> Please. We barely know what we're doing. I mean, Steve is like, oh, try this 400 milligram caffeine drink. It's great. <laughs> Meanwhile, and it's like, no, his please don't. Like, <laughs> anyway, he's bouncing off the walls. He's picking yeah. up furniture and throwing it. We're like, okay, we're calm down. Have, to have an calm intervention down. here. Okay, uh, you have a confession to make, guys. I accidentally, um, I accidentally started using ladies' deodorant. Like I didn't really even realize it until Kyle pointed it Which out. Which one? Okay, so it's uh, from Dove, Dove Advanced Care, and I think I've been, I'm the victim of Costco. So there was like a three pack at Costco. It has like a pomegranate on it. I didn't realize that deodorants have genders. Excuse me, but I'm like, this looks nice. It probably smells good. I'm grabbing this and I'm putting it on. And he let's goes, listen to a "That's lady deodorant." What let's is it? See, okay, let's, let's see go. if we underarms be the same. So what's wrong with these? That's a lady. Waxed. Okay, that's a lady. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm, there's another female. Okay. Another woman. Shave. Oh. Do we see any men? No. Um, all all lovely ladies. All huh. underarms deserve the best. No, these two all well. underarms. Oh. <laughs> okay. All inclusive, I guess. Listen. I, uh, so. Hey, listen. There's products made for strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Well, listen. I it works for. Uh, do I stink? I'm wearing it today. I mean, I bought. Well, it th- we're six feet apart, so okay, well, I don't have a problem. I'm assuming later, you do. Listen, <laughs> listen, there was a three pack. You know, you, the Costco syndrome, right? I'm like, oh, look at this! It's a good deal. And I, of course, my eye, for whatever reason, looked past the like Gillette deodorant deal that they had, and I'm like or gravitating. I'm gravitating toward the pretty white Dove bars. You know, deodorant sticks with the pomegranate. Listen, Matt, you do things you, on you the know? front. But it, but the p- funny part was, it didn't even cross my mind. Until Kyle was like, "What are you? You're what are you using? What is this?" Yeah, Dove. The name alone <laughs> should have told you that I it was didn't for even a woman. think about it. But I mean, I guess. But listen, I'm using it. It kind of works. It's not too overpowering. Right, it's it says it's um it says it's effective protection that's kind to your skin. Now everybody should get behind that. Thank you. <laughs> Where's the bell? We don't have a bell. I mean, no, we don't do the bell. <laughs> The bell needs to go to hell. <laughs> I hate the bell. I love the bell. It's like, okay, your tuna melt is ready. Jeez Louise. What's the soup today? That's later. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll find out later. Okay. Yesterday, they didn't answer the phone. Well, it's the holiday rush, you know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I do love soup. Well, anyway. anyway. All right, we got to go because it's time to play oh. a little game. Mike, are we ready for the We're college? We're ready to pop- go. All yeah. right. Yay. Okay, so what we'll do during the commercial break, we'll get a caller on the line at 651-641-1071. You bet on Matt or me who you think is going to win. And if you guess correctly, you are going to win a fabulous prize. That and more is coming up next on the Donna and Steve show without Steve on my talk 1071. Hey, we need a caller. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge in a moment. Or as Steve would say, 641, no, 651, 641, 1071. Of course, that's his goal. And he succeeds. So there you go. Are we good? We're good. We've got a caller. We got Melissa on the line. Thank you, Melissa. Let me make it official. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. (laughs) His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Producer Mike. (laughs) I want to see how smart you are. Smart you are, so we will get things started here at the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Again, we've got Melissa on the line. Melissa, thanks so much for calling in. Oh, hi, Melissa. Hi. Hey. hey How are you? What are you doing today? What are you up to? <laughs> I am homesick. Oh, oh no. no. 
Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I feel better. I love that you're I'm still. Not, not, I don't feel too bad. Just wanted to. Uh, not get other people sick. fun by calling in. Yeah. Thank you. Laughter we appreciate it. is the best medicine. So. Oh, wow. Ready? There it is. I know. Way oh. to go. I'm excited, Mike. I haven't played with you yet. I'm notoriously okay. horrible. Ooh, okay. Horrible at this, but we'll, we'll see. I'll be honest. Not only is it your first time, it's actually my first time uh, coming up with it myself. Oh, I so love it. In the past, I've been just kind of, you know, Rocco's been doing the work, and then yes. I've been doing the, you know. So, Rocco's got um, some time off exactly. right now. He's, okay. he's working on the Christmas stuff, so this works out perfect. So, yeah, as we get to experience this together, so All I'm right. excited. Yay. Today. Today is, uh, and most people were confused by this, but today is actually National Pie Day. Not to be confused with the, uh, you know, 314. That's the mathematical pie. Today is the actual food pie day today. Oh, okay. So we're talking pies and pop culture. Oh, my gosh. So pop culture okay. pies. All right. I'm All right. down. Um, let's, what is our caller? Melissa. 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 I'm Melissa. sorry, I Melissa. I had a brain fart. Uh, Melissa, who do you think is going to be better at answering these questions? Matt Palanger or me, Deval? I don't know who's going to be better, but I'm going with my girls, Donna, today. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Bye, Matt. Don't okay. go too far now. I won't. Okay, come I'll back with a treat for everybody. Okay, bye-bye. All right, so we'll put Melissa back on hold. Okay. So hang tight, Melissa. And what we will do now is uh, run through these with uh, Donna. And if uh, you need any help with them, we'll, of course, bring Melissa back on. So okay. you ready for pies and pop culture? Yes, all right, we'll get things started with this one. The Don McLean legendary song American Pie was partly based on the 1959 plane crash known as The Day the Music Died. It took the lives of these three singer-songwriters. Oh, God, I have to name three of them? Sure, well, yeah, two out of the three. We'll go with two out of the three. Buddy Holly. There you go. The Big Bopper. And that's all I know. In 1974, this classic film broke the fourth wall and a whole lot more during an epic pie fight that rolled all the way through the Warner Brothers studio lot. What? I have no idea. Sorry, is that too hard? I'm sorry. (laughs) Cottage Grove's own Sean William Scott made his major picture debut in the 1999 film American Pie. What was his mostly monotonous character's name? But Sean William Scott, who did he play in American Pie? I don't remember any of the characters' names. The good news, Melissa might be able to help us. I hope so. Melissa, you still there with us? I am. All Hi, right. Melissa. All right. So in the very first one, we've got the uh, three uh, singer-songwriters that passed away in that uh, day the music died crash. You said Buddy Holly, and you got the big bopper. We'll just make it two out of three. I think that's fine. We'll do that for, for Matt as well. Okay. Uh, I actually did have the third. You did? Richie. Richie Valens was the only one I could remember. Oh, wow. So together you came up with all three. Awesome. And how about the second question? The 1974 classic film, it broke the fourth wall and a whole lot more with an epic pie fight that rolled through the Warner Brothers studio lot. Any idea on Mm. that one? I don't don't know that one. I feel like it's going to bite me, but is the question the name of the. The name of the film. So the film broke the fourth wall. So at some point in this movie, the fourth wall broke and they had this massive pie fight. Can I say something? You can now. Yeah, for sure. All right. This is not how it's supposed to go. But listen, I need to win. Uh, Waitress. Okay. That's your that's your answer. Okay. And then finally, uh, uh, Melissa, the movie American Pie, 1999. Yeah. Do you remember Sean William Scott's character's name? Stifler. There it is. Woo! Okay, sorry. Okay. I wasn't supposed yeah, to give you the okay. answer, but there you All go. All right, I'm um, going to go grab uh, Rocco. You all right. Talk amongst yourselves. Sounds good. She's grabbing Matt, not Why Rocco. did I say Rocco? I don't know. But I just... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Melissa, I'm going to put you uh, back on hold here once okay, again, we and we'll have Matt run through these questions. And uh... All right, here we go. There's like a furious conversation happening out there in wow. the lobby. Furious or curious? Something about 
um, never mind. It's not. <laughs> they'll talk about it later today, I'm sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, what's up? Pies. All right. So are we ready? American pie. <laughs> no, right. Pies and pop culture. We'll get things started with this one. Okay. The Don McLean legendary song, American Pie. Don McLean? Don, uh, yeah. Don, Don McLean. not Don. Don. Oh, Don. It's like... <laughs> I think I just saw her out yes. in the hall. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, his song American <laughs> Pie was partly based on that 1959 plane crash known as The Day the oh. Music Died. Oh. It took the lives of three legendary singer-songwriters. Name them all. Name two of the three. The Day the Music Died. Was it like The Big Bopper and Buddy Holly? This 1974 classic film broke the fourth wall and a whole lot more during an epic pie fight that rolled through the Warner Brothers studio lot. Pass. I'll come back. Cottage Grove's own Sean William Scott made his major picture debut in 1999 film American Pie. What was his mostly monotonous character's name? Oh, I have no idea. All I know is an apple pie, I think. That's all I know. I don't know his name. <laughs> I couldn't get that Can you repeat the second one real the quick? The second one is the 1974 yeah. ah. classic film, Broke yeah. the Fourth Wall and a whole bunch more epic I pie fights. I have no idea Donna probably oh. wins. I, I didn't know that one. Okay, okay. all right, all right. I, is it like, uh, what's what, the what one What if I would have th- added the 1974 Mel Brooks classic film? Okay, um, now that helps. See, that? yeah, I didn't know if that would have 70s just... and a lot of pie? Yeah. I, I was going to say, what's the one about the frat house, Animal House, animal I was house. thinking. I don't know what. Did you get the third one? Um, uh, um, we'll, we'll go through them. Let's, let's run Melissa. through these real oh, quick. You had help. Okay. Uh, on the first one, I was originally going to make you name all three, and uh, Donna actually, they would have been able to name on three, but they didn't. Buddy Holly, uh, or they did. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the big bopper, J.P. Richardson. So you both got that one pulled right. Pulled that out of the depths of my brain. That was good. Me yeah. too. Congratulations. The second one, I wasn't... <laughs> Congratulations. I thought if I added so Mel Brooks, it'd be, I if I added <laughs> Mel Brooks it'd be a little too easy. But, Blazing uh, Saddles? Blazing Saddles oh. is exactly right. They actually had that big pie fight. They rolled through the studio lot and kind of went into two other movies that were being filmed oh and they had God. a pie fight all the way through it. I so, did not ever hear uh, that story. There you go. And then finally, uh, Cottage Grove's own Sean William Scott, major picture uh, debut in American Pie, his monotonous character's name. Well, of course, Stifler's mom and Stifler is what he was known as, Steve Stifler. Stifler. Melissa knew that and as a result, Yay! she wins. Oh, I get it now. Yes. What is What does Melissa win? Melissa, congratulations. You are going to win a pair of advanced screening tickets to the uh, movie Spoiler Alert, starring Jim Parsons on Tuesday, December 6th. That's at the Showplace Icon Theater at 7 p.m. It's one of my favorite theaters. Nice. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Hopefully Hopefully you'll feel better. better. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You got some fun days to uh, to kind of kick this. Otherwise, we'll have to gift them. Yes, there you go. Congratulations, Melissa. Hang tight. We'll get get that to you. And feel better, Melissa. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you all. Thank you. We love you. Thanks for the win. Mm -hmm. Woo! Yeah, you go, Donna. That's why I fill in, so you can win. Thanks, Matt. That's (laughs) why I invite you. I secretly know everything, and then I just let you win. Thank you. You're like my best friend. Oh, my gosh. Hey, guess what? I I have something for you. Do you? Mm -hmm. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Tipsy, tipsy, Don't make fun of my tip. I won't. You often Boy, do. Boy, if I had a dollar for every time someone <laughs> said that to me. <laughs> oh, that's right up to the line. Okay. <laughs> okay, and we're back. Um, I have, <laughs> I have a tip do for you? how to make your holiday greens last longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So, listen, a lot of people love to decorate with the fresh branches, the fresh garlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, balsam. balsam. They like to use the... Cedar is um, another one. What's, and pine. The, what's the white one? I have them all over my cabin. Birch. Birch. Oh, yeah. Yes, like the birch logs are yes. gorgeous. Okay. So, the logs are fine, obviously. But um, if you like to get a fresh holiday greens centerpiece or you have like the garland over the fireplace mantle or whatever yeah, or yeah, out, yeah, yeah. or even outside now right now we're good because we are deeply frozen but um what one of the things that a lot of people forget to do and i only bring this as a tip because i literally tried to skip it to save time and i i i paid for it and i had to redo it so um the first suggestion is to soak it so Yes, in water for for um, at least, you know, a good overnight, a full 24 hours can't hurt. So what I my story that I'm bringing this to you for is real quick. I went to I went and I bought some fresh garland to put up the railing out front. Right. And I didn't soak it in water in like a bin overnight. Like get the hose. So this fill is up. fresh. Fresh. It's a it's like a cedar roping or, or pine roping. Wow. And if you and I, Somebody's making the big bomb. It's at Costco for nineteen ninety nine. Okay, and it's sorry, I blew one. Yeah, whatever. So okay. um, anyway, I wanted to hang that on, and I just skipped that step. I hung it up, and guess what? Within a week, especially when we had that hot, warm day, it turned brown and dried out. It was terrible. So, oh, but, really? So what? Basically, what you want to do is you want to jam it full of, of as much moisture as possible, and by soaking it in the water, totally submerge it, and let it sit and go for twenty four hours, and then take it out. That really gets it juiced up, and it'll last long. Longer that way. Do you need to spray it or anything? Yes. And then the other oh. tip, if you want to spend the extra 10 bucks or whatever, get a bottle of um, these special sprays. They have a fancy name that I can't remember right now, but they're called like Wilt Stop or Wilt Proof. You can find it at the greenhouses. Ace carries it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's $9.99 a bottle. And it basically, when what you're spraying on there is it's a natural substance, but it creates like a waxy coating that you don't even see. So oh. this is like Viagra for your mm. balsam. If you really wanted to take it there. It <laughs> will last longer through the season. But if you, so take it out of the water, let it dry off a little bit, spray it with one of those sprays, and you will, your greens will satisfy for weeks. Now, what if that has some ribbon on it? Well, the trick is, well, yeah, that won't hurt it. I mean, the spray won't really like no, ruin it. No, but the it. water will. Oh, y- you don't want to soak it. You got to take the ribbons off. Well, yeah, but what if, if it, it has, it has pine, pine cones, cones or it. berries or whatever, that's all fine. You, I mean, you can get okay. that wet and it'll dry out. But again, all right, sorry, I blew up just again. again with the criticizing of the tips. I'm not criticizing. Be, I'm just asking. You'd be shocked how many people either don't realize they should do that or they just no. It's a good tip. Or, but I did skip it. The, my railing garland totally got all dried up and brown, especially on that 60 degree day we had like the other oh, day. Oh yeah, that and happens. then so I I, had, I went and I bought another one and I had to take it down and redo it. And now it looks great because I did it the right way. So don't skip it. It's worth it. It'll okay. last. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. You're you're doing a great job. I'm trying. Thank you. Oh, you're you and I are watching the same show. Uh oh, let's talk so about the second good. season. So good. I almost like it better than the first season. A lot of people are saying that. It is amazing. Well, you're gonna tell us about the crazy music that's the starts theme song. Yeah. Yes, yeah. which is so good. We'll get to that and we'll talk about that Diane Sawyer special on ABC reuniting the cast of love actually. All when we come right back on my talk 1071. Hello. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve. I lied. That's not Steve. That's Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. He's filling in for Steve, who will be back on Monday. I'm keeping his seat warm here. Yes, Mike is here, too. He's filling in for Rocco. 
Rocco's got a lot of work going on because we've got uh, a new show mm-hmm. with uh, the adventures of Bradley and, and Dawn when Colleen eventually leaves. So he's got to do all new, what we call in the biz, imaging for their show because yeah. they have a new name. So everything needs to be redone, and there's Christmas, so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Little known fact, he likes to help Santa out with the toy workshop, too. So Correct. Rocco makes little wooden lobster toys for all the That's kids. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right, Matt. So uh, I just recently caught up on the second season of White Lotus. Uh-huh. I'm yes. up to date. Yes, me too. Um, it is fantastic. At first, I was like, is this going to be... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts as good as the first season i had the same worry i like it better Mm. i think i like it better i really do i like the characters better i love that jennifer coolidge is back yeah um are you watching it Uh, yes yes you are are completely caught up yes wow okay yeah no i i agree i think jennifer coolidge really i just i like i'm in love with her well her character is so annoying that it's amazing you're just like wow she's so good at this Her character, yes. Like you're just like, oh my god, shut up! And you're it's also so annoying. she's she's played that kind of role a lot. Like she's and this she's is the ditz, this is know? her brand, and she makes that like squinty face with her big plump lips, and she's like, what right. do you mean? You but know? it is also a dramatic role. It's not just like a, a yes. goofy role. Like you know, she had some you know serious emotions going on in the first season, where yeah. oh my god, she you know was really great. With emoting, yes, her face you know? is like its own. Yeah, um, she's so good with with portraying that on her face. But she's don't get us wrong; she's also hilarious in this too. Oh, so funny! There, there's one. Remember, she's waving to the. Is that the queen of in the theater? And she's like, "Is that the queen of Sicily?" And all the guys are like, "Yeah, okay," like rolling their eyes. Like, yeah, because okay, they're lady. up to something. There's something right. that's gonna happen in this episode. We don't know what it is. Yeah. I, at least I don't. Yeah. But you know. There's like some bad stuff going on. There's some manipulation going on. Well, and and it's not really a spoiler, but I will just say that the second season, like right away, it gets really dramatic, really fast. The first scene. The first scene, it's like, wow. Like, okay, so the the artful way that the second season is structured sets it up for you. Like the whole time you're watching all these episodes and you're wondering, okay, well, how are they going to get to that point? Right. Where that thing happened that we learned about in the first five minutes, you know. Right. Um, By the way, also, just other actors of note. Mm -hmm. Um, um, What's his name? Christopher from the uh, Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos. He's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, And the the actors and actresses who play the two um, 
couples. You know, oh, um, they're great. All, I mean, all four of them are awesome. Audrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza Correct. is so good. I mean, they're just really, really, really fun to mm-hmm. watch. So, yeah, give it a shot. Keep going. White Lotus Season 2. I did a little deep dive into that wacko music. Oh, yes, yeah, so you, good. Like, like, so, I mean, from the first note of that, when you watch these, um, it really sucks you in. I know we have a little reminder of what that sounds like. So good. Yeah. It's like creepy, it's, tropical, you know. Yes. And you just, you, it makes you feel unsettled, doesn't it? Yeah, like something, like I kind of like it, but then I'm like, wow, there's something dark behind this. Yeah. Yes. And this wow. was, th- and it, this was from the, I think this is, these are the tunes from the first season, yep. but the second season sounds similar. It's like an Italian version of the They Italianized it, right. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. This was created by a composer, Cristobal Tapia de Vere. I'm probably saying Not that wrong. Not the. <laughs> Ever heard of him? <laughs> no. Anyway, um... This was totally intentional, and the feeling that we're feeling when we listen to this is exactly what he wanted to accomplish. Um, he says he wanted to create something that makes you feel like there's going to be some kind of a human sacrifice or, or something. At yeah, some that point. is what it sounds like. That's you know? exactly what yes. it sounds like. He literally used the words. It's tribal. Tribal. Uh, he used the phrase talking about the season one tunes, tropical anxiety, and he kind of nailed that with the execution of this. Um, and and I really think the music does set the stage. I mean, it's it's a it really integral part of it's, one of the reasons oh, I get excited about the series. It's strange. so good. And then yeah. the, this like kind of plays throughout the show, doesn't it? Like during transitional kind of things. Yeah, there's a little feeling of that when yes. they and they'll show the and I also love how art I'm a nerd when it comes to um like videography, like how the thing is shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, especially in this second season, some of the transitions that they use um and that I, I think one that I'm remembering here off the cuff is that uh, there'll be like swirling wine in a wine glass yes. and then it transitions to the churning ocean okay. in like a very big dramatic moment yes, and I love you that. You noticed that. Yes. Except it wasn't wine. What was it? Oh, what was it? It, it was it, it was a it, sex scene, and it kind uh, of it kind of oh. went from like it's very intentional. It's oh, very yes, intentional yes. how they go from one thing was, to the next. There was a peak happen. There was a peak moment. <laughs> yes, happening, and then, and then we saw to- the churning ocean waves. Correct. I thought it was a wine glass. No, it was. <laughs> Foamy. Don is like, no, that's the one <laughs> part I really remember. It is. Wow. It so is. I just love the thought that was put into it um, and the storylines. Uh, and it's full of surprises, too. Like, it twists just when you think you have it figured out, like, oh, okay, like, I think I know what's going to happen next. It surprises you. And it's, oh, gosh. Well, so and good. I think anybody who's familiar with like Fantasy Island from like the 80s. This is kind of like that, but a really dark and weird version of it. Because mm. you've got all these cast of t- characters coming to the island or to the the city, whatever. And then each one has a story, but they all interconnect in one way or another. Yeah. Because they're all guests at the same place, yeah. sort of. Yeah, That's- it's a great show. I got one more little quote here about the music, and then we're good. Um, he said that he actually made it up just kind of in a very improvised way. He just started jamming out on percussions and, and doing all kinds of wild stuff because he knew he kind of wanted to have that zoo feeling going on. Yeah. Um. And, and he also wanted to kind of 
portray like the people acting very primal, you know, like right. like monkeys, right. and th- you know, and some of the imagery even in the second season's opening is very like has monkeys you know ancient and- artwork that shows like a monkey with a human like persona right. and doing you know, st- you know, there's, I swear there's a couple that they get really dark and they're like yeah. hurting people in the art that you see in that yes. opening scene. He wanted to create the sounds of a sinister jungle. And that's that flute noise is just haunting. You know, it's so good. It's good. The moment you hear it, you there's no question when you hear it, you you know know what you're about to be watching. Exactly. It's awesome. Exactly. I like that. Are you watching Severance at all? Did I ask you that already? Which one is that? Is that the one with the workplace and the and the yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I started it. It was a while ago. And we're we're a couple in. Okay. when they go down the elevator. And then, yeah. and then they're in the, and they can't remember what's going on outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then outside they yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Rocco got me hooked on it. And I'm like, you're still uh, watching that. I am. Oh, wow. It's good. Like I got to episode two and I was like, you know, I don't know about this. Okay. I, they're taking too long to get that to was why a point. I stopped. However, okay. Lots of listeners said, please keep watching it. Okay. It is fantastic. And one of the bi- best finales ever. Uh, in television. Ooh. Mike, you watching that one? I'm not, no. It's really good. That's Adam Scott, Patricia mm-hmm. Arquette, John Turturro. Yeah. Um, really good cast. Really hey, good. We and, promised we were going to talk about that Diane Sawyer uh, special. Yeah, let's talk about uh, it when we, we come back. Yeah, we can just do it next segment. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Also, I watch... Wow, I, I don't even feel like I watch that much TV lately, but it sure sounds that way. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I know. <laughs> I watched episode one of Dead to Me. Uh, the new season with uh, Christina Applegate Very and Linda good. Cardellini, really, really good. We'll talk about that, too, coming up next. <laughs>